I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The cinema will always be a place of magic where you sit in the dark and be transported into other worlds. And let's face it, right now, the cinema is that place that should be treasured more than ever. However, like many industries, the film industry and cinemas are facing many challenges as a result of COVID. And over the weekend, cinema chain Cineworld announced it could be set to close its UK and Irish sites in the coming weeks. These closures come as the release of the latest James Bond film was further delayed from November till spring of next year. So Cineworld bosses feel that the cinema has become unviable as studios keep putting back blockbuster releases. Is this the start of more cinema closures? What does this mean for the future of the film industry? Joining me to discuss this is filmmaker from Dundalk, Ashlyn Clark, is back with us. How are you doing, Ashlyn? I'm grand, I'm grand. Now listen, I have to say, I was gutted to hear this news, particularly because Cineworld, I spent most of my college years when I should have been in lectures in Cineworld in Dublin. What did you make of this? Is this the beginning of something that might come down the line for other cinemas? Well, I studied film, so I got around that problem by being a film student and I had to go to the cinema. (laughs) I spent so many days, I would go, uh, I still think the best way to go to the cinema is by yourself. Oh yes. There's nobody there. But um, I think it's a real shame. I love the cinema. I love the experience. As you say, I've been transported to another magical place, you know, just getting out of your head completely. And you can't, you don't get the same experience at home. Uh, The thing about the cinemas closing down, it's actually a very complex situation about uh, how films are financed and how the studios operate. So cinemas make most of their profit from selling popcorn and drinks and stuff like that so they need lots of people in the cinema in order to make their money and that means they need blockbusters so cinemas nowadays not talking about independent cinemas mm-hmm. uh, that show more art house than independent films but the big cinemas like the cine world chains are really reliant upon the studio relationship and the big blockbusters like uh, like the James Bond film, like Mulan, which Disney just released on Disney Plus instead of going into the cinemas. That hurt them too, I'd say. And if they don't have those films coming in, they just can't keep going. But it is a temporary closure. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they're planning to open up again next spring, so it's not all bleak. Uh, but so that's one thing to bear in mind but yeah yeah so you know going to see James Bond as you said that's something that my dad and I do religiously I was so looking forward to continuing that tradition in November now this is postponed till next year like so many other big franchises from a filmmaker's perspective is this all about ensuring that the film makes big money is this the only reason for delaying the release or is it because they can't have huge crowds like COVID related or what is it it's about money 100% it always is um, so films, especially films like the James Bond film, are massively expensive. They take an awful lot of money to make. You've got a lot of investors, and um, investors don't like to wait very long to get their money back, and they want to get their money back in, in big lumps. So it's not a decision that was made lightly, I wouldn't say, but they just... Well, you know, if you're going to have social distancing in the cinema, you're already cutting down your audience capacity. Even yeah. if it would have sold out, you've already cut it down by half or more. So uh, they just made the calculated decision and it would be totally finance related to hold off 
until next year when they can actually pack the cinemas. And what about movies, you know, that you mentioned there, like Mulan, uh, also uh, Trolls, the Trolls movie was released uh, during lockdown and oh, that that went straight to Sky and uh, others that go straight to Netflix or Disney Plus. What impact does that have on the production? Is that a way around this? That is a way around it. I mean, very quickly, the industry, first of all, the film industry is massively profitable. It makes an absolute fortune. It's extremely successful. So the big studios are are still going to keep making films. And one thing that we learned from lockdown is that people really want content. It was like Netflix could ne- barely not keep up with the amount of <laughs> yeah. content people are consuming. So there's no threat to the uh, big studios at all. They're doing really well. Netflix invested several billion pounds into developing new content this year. So that's not going anywhere. I think more than anything, I'm mostly concerned about the people who have just lost their jobs before yeah. Christmas because I don't know where they're going to get a lot of them not get another job now and it's in the face of Christmas. Cineworld said that they'll pick them back up when they reopen in the spring. But I mean, I'm just thinking that those people have no job for Christmas. But the studios will be fine. They're still making films. I just shot something for Disney. We had to do it in COVID compliance conditions. So everything takes a lot longer. It's more expensive. You have to have all this like cleaning between and social distancing and you've got creating bubbles of different elements of the production and so on, keeping people separate from each other. So it all gets a lot more expensive and I think that will hurt the indie films more because they don't have as much money. So independent films um, are definitely going to struggle more until uh, until there's a vaccine or the situation is fixed in some way. But, but indie films are not dependent on the cinema industry anyway because yeah. most of them don't go to the cinemas. Yeah, they go straight, obviously, to, to Netflix and that kind of thing. Oh, and, you know, as, yeah. you, as you mentioned there, you're giving us a little insight into how the film uh, making industry is is going, working around COVID. Like I've seen images of Matt Damon and, and Jodie Comer. By the way, if they're listening, because they're coming to Meath today <laughs> to shoot for The Last Jewel. Hi, Matt Damon hey, and Jodie Comer. You're, you're in the northeast. Uh, but they've seen the, the images of them. You know, they have the, the, the see-through screens. This, as you're saying there, that's hugely time consuming and obviously that cost has to be taken into consideration as well. Yes, it's really expensive too. Uh, like it's big, big money to have COVID compliance officers and it takes, because film is really expensive anyway, every minute on the set it really counts and this kind of stuff takes a lot more time. So I think um, uh, from what I understand from friends and so on, the indie film industry is struggling more. Mm. Distributors are maybe cutting down on their finance because there's just uncertainty and uncertainty is never a good thing for investment and investment is what keeps the film industry afloat. But as I say, the studios are fine. They're yeah. not going anywhere. They're like not going Blumhouse, anywhere, is right. Example, yeah, Blumhouse very quickly adjusted to the new normal and only weeks after the lockdown in the States, they released uh, The Invisible Man, which was mm-hmm. their big film for the year online. I think it was like 15 or 20 pounds to watch it yeah. um, online on the release and they, they made money on that. So they already the studios have adjusted to the new situation. Now, what about the cinema then, going back to them? Because there's only so much of an appetite, I'd imagine, for screening classics from years past. There's not a huge yeah. amount coming out that's new. I mean, Christopher Nolan's Tenet was the most exciting thing this oh. year, which was, thank God, you know, you really had to see that in the cinema as well. So what? how can other cinemas maybe adapt? I mean, is there hope for them? I think there is hope. I think people are always going to want to go to the cinema. It's a it's a really special, particular experience, as you say. And I think they're not going to... We might have fewer cinemas. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball. Mm. I think the independent cinemas will stay, like the IFI in Dublin and uh, Queen's Film Theatre in Belfast. They're not, they're not going to go anywhere because they never relied on that model. They make most of their money from uh, special releases of 
maybe older films or art house films or indie films. But the big chain cinemas, we might see fewer of them, but I think we'll still have them. Yeah. We might not have one in every single town, but I, I, I don't know. I think I'd like to see see them all survive but I think we will still have cinemas for sure. Which is encouraging news. Now I can't let you go without because you did very briefly mention that you did some work there for Disney. Is there anything you want to divulge to me? You know uh, what, are you, what are you up to? <laughs> um, well I made a, a Halloween piece for Disney they, they do this uh, ho- Halloween films that they put out in American TV in the run up to Halloween each yes. year so I made, I made one of those. They're like family friendly horror so it's not like super super scary but it's more like cosy, family-friendly horror. Okay, because that's um, not that you, because you have the devil's doorway and you are, you know, the, the, you're very into your horror. <laughs> like, yeah. I saw that movie, it's quite scary. So this is nice uh, fluffy horror, is it? <laughs> well, I wouldn't call it fluffy, but it's like in the tone of, uh, say, something like goosebumps or... Oh, lovely. That kids can watch and not be absolutely terrified. But they do a string of them every year um, on American TV, so it's one of those. Ah. I should be able to get it online as well uh, in some form so I'll, I'll let you know oh do absolutely let me know what's the name of it it's called Eye Exam oh very good very good well listen as as always thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to us and for giving me hope that the cinemas will stay open and continue to flourish hopefully they will there is hope Thanks, Thanks a million. Ashton Clark there. Oh, always great to have her on the show. And look, the important thing is, as I've mentioned numerous times on this show, you know, when when films come out to cinema, please, please, please go and support them. You know, uh, the cinema, I've been numerous times since they reopened. It is so, so safe. You book your own little bubble. You can go there and completely just switch off. That's what we need. We need escapism. So please do support your local cinema.